What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We got the Championship Leadership Podcast here, and uh, we're with Kevin Joseph from Austin, Texas. How you doing, man? Thanks what for being here. What is going on, Nate? Thanks for having me on the show, dude. I'm super excited, bro. Absolutely. So uh, first question I love to ask is Championship Leadership is the name of the podcast. So what comes to mind for you or what, what, uh, what does that mean to you when you hear Championship Leadership? Oh, when I hear Championship Leadership... It reminds me of, you know, somebody who can take control of a team and be the perfect leader for them, whether that's them being a humble servant or with that them being the, you know, put the team on my back. But they're being the leader and they know what needs to be done to get to that championship level. That's the first thing I think about when I think about championship leader. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. And uh, it's just always fun to hear the different ways that uh, people define championship leadership. I've been doing a, a, quite a few of these and usually it's always different. So that's, uh, that's good. What's, uh, well, let's tell us, tell us a little bit more about you and, and uh, what you do, what's, what's kind of been the path to get you where you are in life today and what you're up to. Yeah, man, absolutely, dude. Um, so a little bit about me, man, I have a consulting agency. Um, I essentially work with uh, brands and businesses and me and my team, we walk, we handhold and walk them through um, how to go and scale their brand. So instead of like a marketing agency where they do the work for you, now we're showing you or we're showing your team how to do the work. You know, so essentially now we're giving you the answers to the test instead of you having to pay us like a trainer or a tutor to be alongside with you. So I get, it brings me a lot of joy uh, to give you the answers so I can just see you make the 100 Instead of me saying, all right, well, now you got to keep paying me every month. Because at the end of the day, Nate, if it works, what's going to happen? You're going to come back to me. I'm going to just make some more stuff yeah. for you to buy anyway, you know? So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> why, why try to force you to stay to work with me anyway? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what got you into uh, that line of work? Yeah, man. Um, it's been a long journey. I've been doing this for about five plus years now. Um, I started off, um, I'm about 27, about to be 28, um, about like five, six years ago. 
I started, I graduated college and I had a full-time job offer working at a railroad company, you know, coming out of school, making like 60K a year. I was like, hell yeah, like, let's get it. (laughs) Right. And I ended up not getting the job because I was very lackadaisical when it came to doing the testing for it. So because it was a railroad company, I didn't know I need to take all these tests, but okay. I wanted, I wanted to take a drug test one day and it was like a drug test, a hearing test, a colorblind test, a, a vision test, a hearing test. It was all these tests. I was like, dude, I had no idea. Yeah. So, you know, I was BSing through the test, just going through the motions. And then from there, um, about two weeks later, they emailed me and they were like, Hey, yeah, man, like, yeah, you failed. And um, I think I ended up failing the colorblind test, but no, I'm not colorblind because that's the, usually the, the question that follows. <laughs> yeah. I'm right. not colorblind. Have you ever taken, have you ever taken a uh, colorblind? Uh, yeah, test? I think I've done one or two of those before. So for the audience that hasn't, right? Yeah. So what it is, it's a, it's a very, it's a, it's a book, maybe like the size of your palm and yeah. it has like corresponding colors in it. And there's a number that's hidden you know, a color, a number or a letter, whatever that's hidden, you know, in the corresponding colors. And so, you know, you're just flipping it. So on my end, Nate, I was just like seven, 11, 12, whatever, two. And so the woman calls me and says, Hey, yeah, you ended up missing two and you can only miss one. And so we have to revoke our job offer from you. And I was like, wait, dude, I was like, I can take it again. Like, it's okay. Like, no, I was just playing. Dude, so when they when they took the job offer from me, man, I was just like, man, dude, like, what do I want to do? Like, I had a corporate internship and and like I didn't like the taste of corporate, and that was just kind of like the final, like, you know, salt in the wound for me to be mm-hmm. like, I'm really not trying to do that again. And so, dude, I just what did what any other 21-year-old would do at the time. And I looked up how to make money online. Yeah. And I found it- out about high ticket affiliate marketing. Okay. And then so then from there, I went from high ticket affiliate marketing. Obviously, I can't come to you, Nate, and be like, hey. You want to buy this $5,000 package I got over the internet? No, I had to figure out how to sell this high ticket affiliate product now that I bought it. And so that's how I got into the world of Facebook ads because I had to find out how to advertise. And so then now, you know, I started having some success with it, but then the company ended up getting shut down. And so I was just like, "Mm, I really don't want to do affiliate marketing, but I know how to run ads. So then now I became a Facebook advertiser, just working for a bunch of different niches, dude, freaking uh, uh, real estate, dentists, dude. I got, I got even to like niche down as like exotic dog breeders, you know? So yeah, man. So um, just going through that journey. And I finally just got to my niche of e-commerce. I had a digital marketing agency. And then that's when I told you about like the issue that I saw of me paying somebody just to do the work for them. And so now I converted that marketing agency to a consulting agency. And now here I am today, man. Okay. Cool, man. That's a interesting journey. What, uh, what kind of a job was the railroad job? Um, so I was going to be like a railroad manager. Like I guess I never started, but I was going to be like a railroad manager. So I was going to be like, so you weren't going to be like driving trains. No, 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 no. I was going to be like an overseer of like people like, of like when trains where they come in, like helping, watching them to like build them down and then break them back up. Okay. I was just going to be the overseer manager. Like I said, 21 years old, you know, making yeah. 60K a year. Yeah, like, right, hey, right. cool. Why Probably not? a blessing in disguise, right? No, I, absolutely, dude. I would never, would, I never would have got here if it wasn't for that, man. So I just, you know, God has a reason for everything. Yeah. What, um, who are some championship leaders that have been a part of your life and, and really more so like, you know, what are some of the, the, 
the things or the characteristics that really stand out in some of these people that have impacted your life along the way, coaches, mentors. Yeah, man, leaders. absolutely. For sure. I, I would say like coaching has definitely been like the number one reason of how I got to here, you know, investing mm-hmm. in myself, investing into coaches. So just investing in different masterminds and def- investing in different people and friends. Um, yeah, you know, just from investing the money in the masterminds and then meeting people in those masterminds and becoming actual, you know, lifelong friends um, from them. You know, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I credit all of my success to them. Um, and then also books as well, too. I think books has definitely been like, you know, a, a, a huge, huge advocate of, of where I am today. Now, one of my favorite books is uh, by Domingo Ruiz, uh, The Four Agreements, The yeah. Five Agreements. Dude, that book is like, if I can get that tattooed on my forehead, like, man, like, (laughs) man, and like, you know, the, the, yeah, man, like it just making no assumptions, always doing your best, you know, um, like having those things in place, you know, not taking things personal, like, dude, Mm -hmm. like that's probably like the biggest one that like literally like makes me who I am today. Just like not taking things personal because at the end of the day, it's not about me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, books, books and masterminds has definitely been like the number one reason of in my success for sure. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. So what, uh, I, I mean, do you, do you really love and enjoy what you're doing today or, um, you know, I guess the, the question really is, is like, what's the vision for you? Where do you want to go? What's the impact you want to make? I think championship leaders have great vision. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I asked that question. Like what? No, for sure. Um, and it's funny because my vision always changes, you know, mm-hmm. the biggest thing at first was, you know, when I first got started, I just want to make a bunch of money. Uh, oh man, I want a million dollars a month and da 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 da. Yeah. And and now as I'm slowly slowly starting to get to that, you know, that journey of making, you know, a hundred k a month, five hundred k a month, I'm now seeing like my energy is more so shifting to people, like really my team, you know, really investing into them. Um, that's really like you know seeing hey what is going to make you guys happy? And that's when you said that championship leadership, that was the first thing I thought of because, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, this is my company, but these are the guys that are running the show. And so how can I make them happy? You know, for an example, Nate, um, I was before, you know, for the, for this, most of this year, you know, I was having calls with all of my team individuals. So, you know, my Facebook guy, my email guy, you know, my website guy, we're all having individual meetings every day, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And then we had a team meeting on Saturday, you know, with our, you know, my message, everybody all together. And on that team meeting, I was asking them, you know, hey, you know, so what are some things that's working? What's not working? What are some things you want to improve? And the fact that somebody on my team was comfortable enough with me to say, hey, Kevin, I don't think we need to talk every day. I mm-hmm. think that's overkill, you know. Also, hey, I don't think I don't think another person, hey, let's move our calls to Friday instead of Saturday because we have so much, you know, Friday joy, Friday fun day. And so like not being me, being the tyrant, being like, no, no, we need to talk and da da da. Like I was like, cool. Like I I thank them so much for them being able to be free and open with me to talk yeah. with me about that. And like now, like shoot, I'm, I'm low-key happy he said it because it takes so much left off my plate. So yeah, it does, right. it takes less off my plate. I know it's a lot for them as well too. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So just some, some small examples of, of just being that humble leader and, and just being adaptable. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's great, man. That's a, that's incredible. And you know, you create that too, right? You created that culture, that environment for them to be able to open up like that and, and to feel like they could come to you about that stuff. Right. Right. Exactly, man. Exactly. Dude. Like my biggest thing is like now, dude, in 20, 2021, man, it's, it's, I feel like a lot of business owners, man, we got to get past the concept of like this person is solely going to work for me now because mm-hmm. as we saw with the pandemic here, like people can't do that no more. People right. can't rely on just one source of income. So for me to say like, yeah, I don't want you to have any other clients, but me is yeah. silly, you know, yeah. and now it, they have to even go more out their way to hide it from me, which mm-hmm. makes them less productive to work for me. Yeah. Well, my thing is like, dude, let me help you to get more clients because if you get more clients, then now I can make you more efficient in working with me, you know? So now I'm giving my team looking not so what they, not looking more so like what's going to make my team successful outside of working with me. How can I make them more happy outside of their job with me? Because now if I'm, if I'm giving them a benefit of looking forward to coming to work to work and now even when they get off of working with me, why would they want to leave? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that's huge because you do hear that the the opposite way a lot of times. Where um, I think it's scarcity driven, definitely. Where you know certain people they have contractors or people working with them for them, and and they don't want them going out, going somewhere else because they're worried they're going to leave or whatever. Right, I mean, that's the biggest thing that you're worried about. But but yeah, that's uh, the, the approach that you're taking. I think is is the winning model for sure. So yeah, that's cool. I, I agree. But just imagine you having you know, a model girlfriend and say, Hey, don't leave the house because a guy might try to talk to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> like yeah. wait, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, silly, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Although you're not being like, all right, Hey, yeah, you could go uh, test the waters. And, and Right. Right. For sure. There's, yeah, there's right. That, that is a thing, I guess. That is, yeah. You know, whatever floats your boat, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever floats you. your boat, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, uh, let's switch gears here a little bit. What's, what's like a critical moment or turning point for you in your life? Kind of that fork in the road where, you know, it's always a difficult moment to choose for some, depending on what it is, where you kind of have that gut feeling of where you want to go, but yet you have maybe the, the other path is kind of the road that most people are traveling down and pulling you towards. And obviously you made the decision you had to, to get you where you are today, but uh, is there a moment or two? I think we all have a lot of these moments, but sometimes we don't recognize them until later. Uh, but what's a moment or two that might come up for you that you could share to the listeners that might be kind of in a similar situation? Yeah, man. Um, coaching, dude, like the investing in coaching, like yeah. coaching is not cheap, dude. Like, you right. know, paying 10 grand for a coach <laughs> when you're not making 10 grand is like, <laughs> it's yeah. like, Oh man, like, it's dude, I don't know, man. Like, you, you know, you know that you got to do it. Nate. You yeah, know, you're right. like, dude, like this is going to be the, like, you're looking at your pockets. It's like, yep. man, like, yep. I don't know. I don't know. So, um, just really taking that plunge and believing in myself um, and just knowing like, dude, like, you know, at the end of the day, worst case scenario, you know, some debt collectors call you for some failed credit cards, you know <laughs> yep. what I'm saying? But best case scenario is you in a position that you are now, you know? Yeah. So yeah. at the end of the day, like, what are you going to base your decisions off of fear? Is it going to be fear driven or is it going to be motivated by fear? You know, I, I think that a lot of, I think that the biggest thing, especially with not even just entrepreneurship, but just like in general is understanding what fear is. 
you know, and because I don't think fear is a bad thing. Everybody should have some type of fear or nervousness, you know, about something. You know, if you're about to have the, a big playoff game, if you're playing football, a good big playoff game, you're going to have some nerves. You know, mm-hmm. if you're about to go out and have a big talk in front of 100 plus people, you're going to have some nerves. But that's yeah. not a bad thing. It's not a, it's not a thing to run away from. It's a thing to endure. It's a thing to, you know, act in spite of. And mm-hmm. so that's really just been now like my thought process of when I am scared, you know, or when I am uncomfortable, actually doing more, you know, for example, dude, like even when I go to the gym, like I'll be doing, let's say I'm doing bench and I'm, and I'm saying, I'm going, I'm going to do 10 and yeah. I hit 10. I'm like, man, you ain't no bitch. Do 12. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, same thing. Uh, yeah, man. Like just, just because like your mind is like, oh, I'm done, but you was just like, nah, like you can do more, you know, yeah. you, you can push yourself further and like, that speaks an aspect you take. And I'm sure it's the same as you, Nate. Like now you take that mindset from the gym and you do it to other aspects of your business, to your podcast. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. That's a great example. What, uh, come back to that uh, moment where you were getting ready to pay that coach. What, because uh, I've, I've had those moments, definitely. And um, what, uh, what was it that just like, Cause it's really all things from the outside are telling you like, man, you're crazy. This is, this is right. Like, <laughs> you're right. You said how much like, come on, bro. If you got a wife or if you get a significant other, it's even harder. Cause now you got to go right. like sell Absolutely. them. Like, Babe, Absolutely. Hey, I got to do this. You just got to trust me. Right. But, <laughs> and, and, nine, and nine times out of 10, he probably failed at something before. So now yeah. she's looking at you like, she's like, Babe, Oh, come on. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> like, this time i'm like no this time's different right right <laughs> it's like this time this time or this time <laughs> exactly dude so, i'm sorry so what was the question yeah now, so Nate? what was uh what was uh what was the, what was the coaching for um the coaching was just for overall this marketing business um just okay. understanding about it was really just is really just giving me a good foundation of where I need to, what I need to do with my business. You know, mm-hmm. at first it was something like, Hey, like I was doing Facebook advertising and it wasn't a consulting agency. It wasn't a marketing agency. It was mm-hmm. just like, I get clients. So yeah. now I need to figure out a way to get more clients. Yeah. But, and as a, I'm sure you can imagine now as well, Nate, like, with a lot of the times when people, when they have issues, those aren't really the big, those are really the real issues that they have. Yeah. You know, like when I talk right. to people now, they say, yeah, I just need help with my audience targeting. I'm like, no, it doesn't seem like it's just your ads. It seems like you need a whole framework mm-hmm. for your marketing, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, having that, getting that foundation of really just helping me to understand what my business is and how to create that offer and craft that offer helped me to understand it not just and during that time but now years down the line because i think the biggest the biggest misconception that i had with the coaching was that i need to make that roi back instantly Mm -hmm. you know but i'm not paying for a turnaround i'm paying for knowledge and so now this knowledge can now last me it has lasted me and it's going to keep lasting me years and years and years so since i'm paying 10 grand for a coaching that's going to last me 50 plus years so yeah, when you think yeah. about it like that, it's, it's cheap. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get to a certain point. You're like, man, I would, I would do that over and over again. But, exactly. Uh, in the moment I get it. It's, it's, it's a difficult, it should be a difficult decision, but uh, you're mm-hmm. betting on yourself, counting on yourself, have faith and belief in yourself, obviously when you're doing that too. So yeah, uh, man, huge, it's a, huge it makes, it makes things a lot easier. So I'm sure you can attest Nate, like 
now that you've done this coaching now, like when you come to other investing opportunities within yourself, it's the, the trigger is a lot faster. It's a lot easier. It's it not as much things to yeah. think about because like, dude, I sp- like now, like, dude, I can spend uh, oh, five grand or oh, cool, whatever. Like, let's do it. Like, okay. it's not even, totally. I feel like, I feel like I want to make, I want to make the sales conversations harder for the sales reps because like, I already know I'm in. So I'm just no. like, <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me just, yeah. let me just, nah, I got to think about it. Just look at them and see like, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I love it, man. Um, as we start to wrap this up, what would be like, if there's one or two things, <laughs> that you could give to the listeners that if they were to implement today, it would help move their life forward today. What would that be? Yeah. Um, one thing I'll just say is to like, for, for the, uh, the leaders out there who are leading a team and just find out the best way that you can be a leader for them um, on and off the court. When I say on and on, when I the court meaning business, you know, yep. and so um, find the best way that you can really be involved with them. Um, and find out ways to help them grow, you know, with or without you. And, and I think that you'll easily see the morale, you know, of your team just improve tenfold because now they're excited to come work with you. They're excited to come talk to you and ask you questions. You know, sometimes I have talks with my guys and we're not even talking about my business. I'm giving them tips of their sales calls and, you know, what they should do for this. And so now it makes them more excited to come work because now like we could talk about work, we could talk about this. And so, just understanding how to be the best humble leader um, that you can for your team and yeah. what's going to make them to grow. Because if, if they grow, then you're going to grow. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I love that. What's uh, what are a few ways that um, the listeners can find out more about what you're up to, what you're doing and follow you on social and all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Best place to connect with me is going to be on Instagram. My Instagram is it's Kevin Joseph. So just I T S Kevin Joseph. Okay. Um, and then from there, if you also, if anyone listens to this has an, an online business and they are looking for, you know, a framework to get them to more sales, please um, book a call with me. You can go with uh, workwithkevinj.com slash appointment. That's workwithkevinj.com slash appointment. And then you'll be able to talk to me or talk to my team um, and we can get you right. Awesome. Yeah, we'll get that linked up for everybody too. So it's just easy to access and click. Uh, appreciate you, Kevin, for, for coming on today. It's been a been a blast to have you and, and to get to know you a little bit better and to connect. So thank you. No, man. Thank you, man. It's been a blast, man. I look forward to uh, uh, hearing this episode and, let, and hearing getting some feedback from your audience, man. Absolutely, man. Well, you have a good day. All right, you too. And no five and no six. I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say. Nature going home. I miss my life, miss my wife. For 15 months she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't alright. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer